The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. And welcome to another edition of the panel discussion. I am super excited because I am recording in the studio with like elbow to elbow contact with Matt. It's really nice. Social distancing. No, there's no such thing. Our elbows are touching. (laughs) (laughs) And I am joined by, obviously. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, Hey, Matt here, everybody. Happy to be back to the show. It's been a few weeks been a few weeks i took a vacation then i had an injury timeout last week well not a really injury timeout but i had heat stroke almost but uh but i'm back i'm back and then of course our uh our good friend co-host ulysses claw ulysses claw Claw. over here yeah i'm over here churning my butter you see matt (laughs) making fun of me because i done fucked my mustache up and now it's going fun of you huh we didn't make fun of you. No. I says it looks good. It looks uh-huh. good. It's just uh-huh. different because, all right, because you clean shaven, you look like 10 years younger than me. You look like pre, like a like a young teenage lad, all right? You with the facial ago. hair, older, older, and then for some reason with the mustache, like it put on another 10 years. Not like wrinkles and stuff. Not yeah. like def- like facial definitions and, and uh, you know, crow's feet and all that stuff, but but you look very mature. Abraham like Lincoln. A, Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Yes. The Amish mafia. Yeah. And he, Abraham Lincoln sucked a bunch of dick in the White House. Jesus. Totally gay. <laughs> our, our, our best but gayest president, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I've heard stories. I've heard stories. Uh-huh. Oh, the rest of the men. Come on. We're almost back. We're almost like completely back. As soon as, soon as Micah gets here, that's the uh, that's the trifecta. That's the, yeah, I would totally be there. I would absolutely be there right now. But apparently, we're on. Uh, we're it's a police state, and I'm I'm I can't be out driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that is that is the world in 2020. It's a, it's yeah, been a really rough year. Here's what here's what I'm gonna say about it real quick, okay? And, uh, and I'm not I'm not gonna get into the, the Trump this that whatever, but I am gonna tell you this: the society that we're fucking living in right now is the same world of RoboCop. All right, <laughs> shit is so bad. Shit is so bad that the, the the police they're gonna go on strike. And then somebody with a lot of fucking money, I ain't saying no names, but probably Bezos or the president or POTUS, whatever the fuck, somebody is going to, is going to, it's going to be like Omnicorp, okay? And instead of like a fun RoboCop shooting dicks off a rapist, we're going to get stuck with Ed 209 just fucking everyone's perfect day up. Well, honestly, it makes sense. The timing is perfect, all right? The timing is absolutely perfect because RoboCop just became an extra character in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, it's all all a ploy. It's all a marketing tool. Son of a bitch. It's just like the clowns from 2016, man. But I actually miss those. Nothing like that at all. 
I honestly miss the clowns. Yeah, with how point. bad 2020 has been. There's... I miss the clowns. Yeah, you remember that clowns. was like that was the thing that we feared was like walking at night and then like, oh shit, there might be an evil clown around the corner. Well, guess what? You could kick an evil clown in the nuts. Cops will fucking tase and pepper spray you and beat the fuck out of you now. That's true. Yeah, that's, clowns, that's, just, that's clowns are scary. That's it. They are. I, I pepper sprayed myself once before, but that's a story for another day. Uh, all right, my friends. <laughs> Good times. Uh, the world of comic books, of course, always constantly revolving. We got some news, movies, TVs. I don't think there's anything comic book specific, there like turning pages and comics. But uh, Micah, really. you want to kick us off? You know, yeah, yeah, Micah, you want to kick us off with the news today? Uh, well, uh, you know, I am your horror guy, so I got two little tidbits here. And the one is that FX has renewed uh, what we do in the shadows for season three. Which I don't know if you gentlemen are watching this show. I'm sure a lot of our listeners watch it. It's the show is better than the movie. I don't know how that's possible, but it is. Uh, it's coming close to the end of season two right now, and it is some of the best TV I have ever seen. It is hilarious, and there are so many pop culture references in there. It's absolutely ridiculous. I do. do you guys watch it? I've started. I haven't. I've been watching a bunch of other stuff. It is on my list. I watched the first episode, and I know I'll, I'll end up finishing it. I Dude. I can't say that I have. I can't oh, say that I have. I, I, tr- I struggle to sip. I know. I gotta. I gotta get better. Uh, gotta get much better. But I struggle. To, I I str- honestly struggle to sit in front of a TV some days. It's it's weird. Oh no no it's no! Really I hear weird, you. Man. I um. I yeah. yeah. I I trust me. I hear you. Um and. One more little thing uh, that I came across is, uh, and this this could be a little bit comic book related because there are Evil Dead comic books, uh, but Ash for Evil Dead, we know that that series was canceled a couple years ago. Uh, It was on Showtime. Uh, That was was the platform with Showtime. Unfortunately, being cable, no one really has cable anymore, and especially Showtime. Who the fuck has Showtime? So... (laughs) The ratings, yeah, the ratings were so bad for, on that third season that, unfortunately, the show was canceled. And also, Bruce Campbell just got sick of being covered in fake shit, blood all the time, dirt, yeah. whatever. And the man's 60. Um, but uh, Ray Santiago, who played his uh, uh, his sidekick in the show, was just interviewed saying that he thinks that Bruce Campbell just needs a couple of years to hang out in the woods, smoke his weed. And then eventually he'll get the itch to come back uh, and come back as, as Ashley Williams. And same with Dana DiLorenzo, who was the other co-star who played Kelly in the TV show said the same thing that she thinks that herself and, uh, and Ray, they could talk Bruce Campbell into coming back for a fourth season, but this time on a different platform, something like Netflix, Mm -hmm. which would be like things like Netflix and shutter. It'd be way easier. I feel like for absolutely. And I think it will do very, very well if, uh, if they come back for a fourth season, I don't know if you, did you see the last episode of the third season? I did not. It's, uh, I have a TV, but I, I, I understand I understand the hype and 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 because I mean you and Drew guys you you both love it you absolutely oh. love it. you you preach about it all the time and it, it has been what two three years since the it's last been, one it's, it's been a little while yeah it's been a while okay. uh, so Bruce Campbell's sixty two now but he's he's hosting uh, uh, that Ridley's Believe It or Not show 
but he's yeah. also he has a, he has a lot of land. He's just hanging out. He grew a really sweet quarantine beard. He looks so man's game, and he's just smoking weed and enjoying himself. <laughs> That's all I got. I mean, okay. <laughs> no, Drew made a comment. I posted a picture of our uh, our little screen shit, our little uh, our screen right now, and Drew Drew's ripping on the mustache uh, oh, deal. So just. <laughs> it's not bad. She just says it's really noticeable on the computer. Uh, heck, you guys are you guys are a cute couple, regardless. You're uh, some woman. other news. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Aww. This is my podcast wife. Uh, so we have some movie news as well, of course. Uh, the first one that kind of broke out last week, it's, it's, it isn't. I mean, people were sharing it. People were pretty hyped about it, but it hasn't been talked about too much. Was Henry Cavill? is expected to continue his role as Superman in the DC uh, movie universe, cinematic universe. I think it's just DC mm. universe, whatever. Uh, this is a pretty cool announcement considering all the inconsistency with the uh, DC films as far as uh, cast. You know, Batman, obviously, with uh, Ben Affleck. You know, he's no longer part of it. We get Robert Pattinson. But to have Henry Cavill kind of just maintain his role uh, – and I think Greg, you said it a little bit. You said it's it's not going to be like a. I'm not going to say it's full time like every movie, but cameos and stuff like yeah, that. So basically, and I, I think there's a couple reasons why there there is some like conflicting reports. One is saying there's going to be a Superman solo film, but the main thing is Henry Cavill's role is going to be as like a supporting character, kind of how the the Hulk has been through Marvel movies, where he's been there with other heroes to kind of help him out. And I, I don't know if it's because they just know that you kind of paint yourself into a corner with Superman that yeah, it's really hard to, you know, make him unbeatable. And I think he's a character to believe it or not. I think Superman is a better um, on screen, like TV screen character than he is a movie character because it's with shows you can build up. You can have like Lex Luthor have the interesting like rogues gallery. That's more mental with him with a movie. It's just like, let's watch Superman break stuff. Agreed. <laughs> like I a Godzilla, it's like a Godzilla movie, yeah. you know, you're just breaking yeah. buildings and, and stuff like that. And that's, yeah, I feel like that's, that's, that makes perfect sense. Uh, it's something he's been booked to do for God knows yeah. how long since the Christopher Reeves movies. And, uh, yeah, so I mean, it is exciting though. I am glad that he's going to be be making some parts. You know, give it some stability. Yeah. Uh, I w- I would like to see. I would like to see at least another movie or so. Yeah. So uh, no, no, that, man, was, that was I'm, really cool news. I am perfectly fine with just cameos of Superman supporting yeah. actor Superman because it's and I'm I'm glad that Henry is coming back and they're doing they have the same Superman so we don't have to relive his fucking backstory again. <laughs> like we all know we all know like i'm that's that's the big thing because you know in like five years from now they're gonna have a new superman movie with the same fucking origin but they'll tweak it a little um and then like, it's, it's like with the the batman movie coming out too like i don't need to know how you became batman again which i know i know this is already like he's already gonna be batman but you know what i'm saying like i'm so sick of these yeah. reboot shits People are kind of over origins. I think that's why some of the like Superman just is getting a new TV show now. It's gonna there's gonna do a Superman and um and Lois Lane show on CW with the Tyler Holkin, who's been Superman doing a great job. No, he's no, Betsy, no. he's a fucking nerd. I don't like him. Shut up. And then uh, <laughs> I, I forget her no. actual name. So is Clark Kent. Yeah, well, guess what? Henry Cavill is man's game. You watch The Witcher? 
Huh? You know that? No, I dude. didn't because there's nudity in it. Oh, sorry. But you He's... know, you know, <laughs> laying some fucking pipe. All right. I actually did watch all of the fight scenes for that show, though, because very that's... cool, very There's cool. Awesome. I did watch a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. The Witcher. The Witcher was. It's like uh, Xena, Warrior Princess, or like that Hercules, mm-hmm. legendary whatever with Kevin Sorbo. Kevin it's, Sorbo. Yeah, it's like that, but with a bigger budget. It's just as fucking cheesy yeah. and over the oh, top. Yeah, but they gave it a nice big budget, and also with like yeah. Mark Hamill is gonna be in season two, like. Mwah! I loved the video games for like, and that was why I was like kind of hoping to watch the movie, but or the show, but it, it just didn't happen. But I love the storyline for that. They one of the best like old school monster hunting stories. The the lore behind the Witcher and everything is super cool, and the soundtrack for the game is one of my favorite soundtracks. I was so it's pretty cool. I was waiting for Henry to get stuck trying to climb over a wall for fifteen minutes. <laughs> In one of the an episode with him just trying to get over a wall. That's all I want. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> just looking for Roach for an if hour. I had to struggle, if I had to struggle getting over a wall, he should have too. <laughs> that would have been a nice little Easter egg. Would have been a like, yeah. nice little Easter egg. Uh, the last bit of news I think we have too is uh, it's not official. It's not confirmed, but it's it's been talked about by a few credible sources. Uh, there's a rumor that Evan Peters Quicksilver is set to appear in WandaVision. Yeah. Is, I know Greg's not very fond of it, but I think I think if you're going to do multiverse stuff, I think this is the appropriate way to yep. do it. All right. You acknowledge other attempts. I don't I don't I don't want the MCU to just become unraveled in in multiverse oh, yeah. type stuff like completely, right? I don't want I don't want it to really the main storyline, what we've seen so far what we're going to see i don't want to see a bunch of confusing multiverse stuff but if you are going to acknowledge multiverse i feel like this is the best way to go acknowledge uh i mean it's it's gonna be at the sony acknowledge like the toby mcguire spider-mans and you know andrew garfield yeah. uh even even like nicholas if nicholas cage ghost rider just acknowledge Heck those yeah. properties and i think you it would be it's so simple to do but i think the yeah. fan service is like that's like I mean, the MCU has done a pretty good job. I'm not yeah. just going to blow them at every episode, that every chance that I get, but they've done a very good job at fan service. And I think if you're going, yes, if you're going to do multiverse stuff, this is the way to do it. Uh, I think it works perfectly with the theme of we all know WandaVision is going to be mm-hmm. wild all over the place and supposed to help set up the second Doctor Strange. Yes. So I, sure. I think it fits perfectly. It'd be really cool to see Evan Peters, Quicksilver interact. Um I mean, shoot, who knows? They might even try to make him a mainstay uh, in the MCU. It, they might. They might. Uh, I, I don't think it. Yeah, he was the best part of those X-Men movies, those last few X-Men and movies. And they misused him. They, they, he was the best part. He had the best scene every time, the last few he was in. Yes. But they I misused hated him. those scenes. Why? Because, they... <laughs> like, he's a speedster. I don't want to see him run slow. I want to see him run fast. <laughs> I don't care. He is running like, fast, I, but everything around him is slow. I mean, it, like, it's a gimmick I've seen before, like any speedster in a movie. Like they do the, oh, time slow around me. I kind of liked, like, I liked the other Quicksilver better. I liked um, Aaron Joseph Tyler. Aaron, Taylor, Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. There it is, whatever his name is. But also, like, Evan oh, Peters already. He could have <laughs> around a lot of bullets. 
He could but have like the, the dorky Under Armour shit that he thought. Oh, if you I can't talk dorky about Under the Under Armour. Super fast. You can't talk like the hair for Evan Peters immediately checked me out. That Why? ridiculous silver <laughs> wig. It didn't look good. <laughs> ah. It didn't look good. Even if it's if it's comic book accurate, it still has to look good. I think the you know, the MCU's Quicksilver, he had the white hair and it looked fine. And it's white, not silver in the comic books. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, while Evan Peters' version of Quicksilver, I'm a big Quicksilver fan. Um, yeah, it's man, like, well, he, turn, uh, yeah. when, when Quicksilver t- turns heel, I love that. He's had so many baby face and heel turns. It's been yeah. wonderful. Uh, Evan Peters was a fun interpretation of him, but the Aaron Taylor Johnson one was very, very comic book accurate. Had yeah. the had the attitude, the demeanor. I think it hit it hit. I think all the points. Maybe missed some, but the Evan Peters one was was a fun alternative to what you know what we've seen. So the, in, from him in comics, the Evan Peters one felt more like. He was, it was like, hey, let's make this speedster kind of like the Flash. I, I think that's my biggest beef is it, it felt less like Quicksilver and more like the attitude of like a, a Barry Allen or a Wally West and I, instead of Pietro. I think that's kind of one of my, my issues with it is that comparison there. I can see that in hindsight because when I uh, – a little bit. A little, a little teensy yeah, bit. it's not huge. Because, I mean, obviously this Evan Peters Quicksilver has been around since 2014. The, the new – uh, I forgot who the actor's name was who played him in Justice League, and of course the TV show uh, Ezra Miller. Those all they, those all came after the Ezra Miller was the movie one, right? Yeah. Okay, and he came off goofy and felt like yeah, that's how he is in quick, the comic books too, though. He felt very much like Evan Peters Quicksilver. Like yeah. he, he was a good comic relief. He was actually really good. he was funny, but he's he needs to learn how to run himself too. <laughs> the sure. awkward fan, the running motions it was, it just did not work, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. But uh no, regardless, I think it's a cool idea. Yeah. I really hope that it, that it it is true. I really hope it is true. I always like uh I always like little ref. I mean, how many of us I mean look back at the last Spider Man movie and how many of us popped when JK Simmons showed up as J. Oh, John yeah. Jameson? Right? Like that was a highlight. Like nobody expected I don't think anybody expected that. But then you see it like holy That's shit. That's another one that you just reminded me of a little more news. JK J.K. Simmons is actually reportedly supposed to obviously return for Spider-Man, but also have signed some deals to continue with the Spider-Verse animated movies and uh, lend his voice to those as well. Awesome. Um, so that was a rumor that I, I was reading online as well. I forgot all about that. So, no, I, I did see a little bit about that. I didn't read too much into it, but no, that's a cool thing. Because I think J.K. Simmons, he, like there's Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man. All right, there's there's Hugh Jackman and Wolverine, and there's J.K. Simmons, Dave Jonah Jameson. He's probably the most comic accurate actor as a character of all time. Oh yeah, oh my god, yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm definitely all in for uh for, for some more of that. But uh, so that's the news. That's our news wrap up. Now we're gonna talk some comic books. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're kind of slightly comic books. Talk little comic books. We're kind of. Kind of go back to the old way a little bit of reading, actually like reading comics and dis- like, but discussing them like we have in the new way, uh, which I'm really excited about because I felt like it's been a long time since I've felt like I had to read a comic book for this show, which is, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but, uh, but I'm excited to pick some stuff today. Our main topic, what we're going to do, the three of us have each brought um, res- our own respective like mini series. I think we decided like four to five issue roughly around that um to just talk comic book stories to to talk about and uh 
Yeah, there's some good ones. Uh, I know you guys are pretty hyped for it. I, Micah knows what mine is, but I don't, I don't think I know what Micah's is. You no, mentioned you a couple. Don't. Of I don't. You do and not. I don't know Greg's. I don't know Greg's, but uh, if you guys don't mind, I will kick this one off. Oh, God, okay, go, ever, ahead, go ahead. You ever, you, ever, you ever burp, and then somehow you smell it, and you just, oh, God. Oh. What did Was I it eat? a good one? No. <laughs> Beef and cheese? Oh. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so, all right. So, the mini series that I decided to cover uh, – for for this <laughs> Greg's trying to peek. Uh for this week's episode for our mini series coverage is um Resident Evil. All right, the Resident Ooh. Evil comic book line from 1998. And I know I know Greg's a uh, Resident Evil fan. Micah, we've had discussions, I believe. You're pretty you're pretty moist right now about Resident Evil. You see you seem pretty excited at the oh, mention yeah, of it. Yeah, so. yeah. Actually, I'm going back and I'm rewatching all those terrible movies. Why They're would you so do that to yourself? Great. They're so good. <laughs> no. Because the first one's good. The, the other one's one, great. The first one's what, great. If you eat the right amount of edibles and watch those movies, <laughs> they're fucking great. Like, some of them are, like, I love Resident Evil 1, and I love Extinction. I will rewatch both of those. Extinction's all right. I just with, uh, uh, Nemesis? No, Extinction's or the one out in the middle of the freaking, like, desert. That's the third one. Yes. yes. You have all the all the different Mila Jonoviches, whatever. No, that's later. No, that's this is later. the one where she first like comes out with like the two curry curry knives and she's got like the short leather jacket. And they add all the monsters. they had brought in like monsters from Resident Evil Five, which didn't yeah. even make sense. And the, the ravens <laughs> and it's good. What's yeah. the throw at and, like I think it was oh, like yeah. an early Chris Redfield? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a, the cinematic debut. Chris Redfield was very, very underwhelming. But uh, who's the actor who who's the actor who played him? Was it the dude? Oh, I gotta find this out. I thought the guy from the Mummy was Chris Redfield, and he ended up like getting killed by like the freaking crows. There, he's just like, I'm bit, time to die, and then just like goes and gets killed by the crow. Uh, I gotta find this. It was Wentworth Miller. Oh, it was. I didn't realize he was. Okay, that's not what it was. The kid from Prison Break and who's yes, 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 Captain Cold. I was thinking of um, Ardeth Bay from The Mummy, who's been in a bunch of other stuff. His character, I can't remember who he actually was either. <laughs> but so yeah, so I mean, the Resident movies are what are they? they just slapped on characters and made it about. Hey, look, it's Leon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Carlos, this beloved character, he's gonna get eaten on a school bus and just. That's who I was thinking of, Carlos. Oh, was that one? Who was? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they. I mean, Mike Epps died in that one. Like, yep. Come on, <laughs> you just killed off all the great characters. But, uh, but yeah, I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil, and I, like when it comes to a lot of forms of entertainment, I always like to know what's going on in between the seams, right? In between what we're given. So as far as Resident Evil goes, it's been the video games. Mm-hmm. But what's happened in between the video games? We're like that with Star Wars. I know Mike is, you know, big yeah. with that. The movies, we all well, know what happens with the movies. Mike, Mike is a diehard comic like diehard comic as far as star wars goes and i think you do a little bit too um a little less but yeah. a, a little less but no i know mike is like diehard into it and he knows like so much more than i do uh too much. so this too much <laughs> it's not a bad thing yeah i don't know it's not a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> so so i i went and found this book i was like i know there's got to be there's tons of video game comic books you know and this is actually probably one of the better ones that i've ever read uh, but yeah, it came out in 1998. It was five. They had five different issues to this. 
And the first cover, actually, uh, Jim Lee did the very first cover. It's, uh, Mike, I'll try and put it up to the camera for you so you can kind of see it. Trying to to tilt it a little bit. Yeah. So he did a very good job. Super 90s. But what what they did, what they did in these books, uh, (laughs) what they did in these books is they, each issue has like four mini stories in it. And uh, one's like a big, long continuation from, from issue to issue. And the other ones are just like just regular mini stories. But uh, the very first issue that they write, it focuses on completely around the uh, the mansion incident from the very first game. They, they show the setup to it. They're, you know, discussing all the different members of stars. Uh, you know, they show like different pictures. Like, it's really cool. I wish we can show it for in podcast form. I actually did a, I actually did a video several months ago about this using scenes from it, but uh, they pretty much show the build up, right? The, the build up to you. Okay. Over there. Like, uh, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear it where you're at right now, but there are a lot of explosions and gunshots and sirens. sirens going off. Oh, like close to you. I, it's probably in the vicinity where it was yesterday, where we were hearing it uh, over on uh, on on Bailey and uh, the Bailey Kemp okay. area, Bailey Broadway area. Um, yeah, you guys don't hear that from where you're at. I just if I try real hard, I hear it. That I I heard noise in the background that time. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt the the. the no, show. you're okay. We're just... Honestly, it, this is a quick little segue thing. But like we've said this before, when the pandemic had first started, is like when we're recording these episodes, we're recording like these are history moments that are happening. Yeah. And so, literally stopping the episode for what's going on is like super interesting because we this is something. It's that's a timestamp. It's like a time capsule. Yeah. Um. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yeah. Seriously. But yeah, so this first little mini issue, uh, little mini story in the first issue is is pretty much the Bravo team getting set up to go into the helicopter, you know, go to the mansion. They have a, a, a side story with one of the scientists, the researchers at the Umbrella Mansion. You know, he, it's him slowly becoming a zombie. Uh, what it's really, really well done. It, it's basically what I'm is, is what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to go through exactly what each five issues has. But I, I was very impressed with, with what they did. Uh, you know, just like they have one right in the first issue. It's right after they get back from the mansion. They're having like a debrief. And, you know, the, you see the the, 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 the the feistiness between like Chris and Barry. Because if you guys played the video game, Barry, Barry was like was very sketchy in the first yep. game. And you could, there's a little bit of heat there. and But it's, it does a really good job of, of putting these scenes. Like the coloring is so mm-hmm. – it's – unbelievable for like 1998 this is really really good really really detailed uh you know from what i'm intestine yeah just a little bit and and, yeah it's i'm just i'm very excited i'm very giddy whenever i get to see this but uh to see the video game scenes in like a cartoon form it's pretty cool it's pretty surreal to me uh you know of course in the main storyline uh chris barry and jill they all go to europe after this is actually really cool. I think it's like the third or fourth issue in this. They uh they go to Europe. They travel to Europe. They're on a plane that gets infected with some zombies. They had to kill the pilot because he turned into a zombie, oh, uh, as well as some of the passengers. And they landed in Europe and they hit start hitting up all these historical sites, and they're just fighting zombies the entire way. Like 
in various castles and like Germany, London, France, <laughs> all that stuff. And it's 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 so it's so over the top and zany, but oh man, I love it. And then of course you get the you get the perspective from uh, a lot of the, the civilians. Like there's different little civilian stories in this, uh, which I find pretty entertaining. I don't know if you guys played. I'm sure you guys played Resident Evil Outbreak. Yeah. So Resident Evil Outbreak, if you if the, for listeners you've never played it. You take on more civilian characters. Obviously, there's a cop and a security guard who, you know, function with guns. But there's like journalists, and there's a waitress, and there's like a uh, there's a university student. You get to see like some of these various perspectives as Raccoon City starts to fall to shit uh, in this, you know, in these mini, in these little mini issues. They're probably like four or five page stories, but uh, there's one where there's a werewolf. There's a werewolf attacking university students wait, wait, before wait, 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 wait. the mansion incident. There's a werewolf. Well, there's a, there's a werewolf in, in one of these books. It was before the mansion incident. It doesn't make sense for continuity's sake, and like no, <laughs> the, the, yeah, <laughs> like not at all. But it was killing like university students. And then Jill and Barry got sent there, and uh, they ended up killing this thing, and it turned right back into like a man after they shot it. So <laughs> uh, this is the story right here. This is it, uh, number three. What? <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, look at. It's just a straight up. It doesn't even look like a werewolf, though. That looks like a tabby cat. <laughs> it does, doesn't it's it? It's a giant cat, man. <laughs> there's, there's another one where this couple they're going on their honeymoon. It's a Resident Evil story. It's called Danger Island, and they're they're only limited couples are allowed to go there. This couple they go scuba diving for a couple hours. They come back up, and they find that a plane carrying umbrella, like, well, the the G virus first and foremost, but umbrella yeah. monsters, cr- crashed on this island. So they get up and there's like uh, this guy who let rented out the kayaking or the scuba diving stuff. Uh, he turns into a zombie. They stab him with like a spear what? and then they throw him in the water. They throw him in the water and this uh, this eel comes up and eats his flesh. And the eel turns into a giant like hunter. That's cool. <laughs> like within min- like Dude. within moments. Now I'm going to try and show you That's this. That's cool. It's It's <laughs> – that's freaking... Can you see that all right? Yeah, I see it. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so wild. Zane. It's so just this over the top. Before, play that this is all before they get to the mansion. Well, these are casuals. So this is it, – it's the story is – these are like just regular people, but the story is kind of all over the place. Uh, it was made right after Resident Evil 2 came out, so only the okay. characters from the first two show up. As far as knowns, but um, there's a lot of just civilian civilian characters that come like they're battling like liquors, like there's giant iguanas that are infected with the G virus. It's oh, it's so cool. It's so I would cool. play that game. It's fun. Like <laughs> Resident Evil in the jungle. Like, heck yeah. I once had a dream about a Resident Evil Jurassic Park crossover and it terrified the crap. So Dino Crisis? <laughs> yeah, pretty, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, yeah. But zombie dinosaur. But Dino z- Crisis was but my z- shit. Dude, Dino Crisis is one of the ones they're talking about remastering. So Good. I hope so. Good. They should remaster will... that, and they should remaster Torok Dinosaur Hunter while we're talking about Ooh, that. Yes, I love Torok. Absolutely. There, yeah, there's like a side one with, with Leon's battling giant like bat virus, like T virus creatures and attacking wow. civilians. It sounds awesome. This is right up my alley. Yeah. It, it, you're the per- first person I thought of when I when I read the first one. Like I, I read the other ones today, but that first one I read months ago, and and I was like, this is pretty cool. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Tales of the Crypt. 
Tales okay. from the Crypt or whatever. How there was like multi like multiple different horror stories in one comic book issues. Yeah. That's the vibe I get from this. But so, obviously a little bit more a little bit newer and, and obviously video game related. In anthology. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But uh great read. And I find I mean I found it online. Like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of online stuff. If I could find these books, I in person I would. Uh, I'm sure they're very rare. There's actually I did some research before you guys came before Greg came to the studio and they did a special I forgot who the creator of this book was. Like who uh, I'm trying to find out who designed it. But anyways no Wildstorm. It's Wildstorm. Oh, okay. All right. What they did is they had an on they had a website and they released uh daily images. What they would do is they release daily or weekly images. Uh maybe it was monthly. Something some along the lines of that where you can actually put together a comic book, but it never finished. It was actually pretty much a whole entire comic book story of the first Resident Evil game, like like start to finish. That's how they released it. You can actually print it off. They had a cover for it, and you can print it off. And I found it really cool, but they never got to finish because DC absorbed them, and their website disappeared. So, uh, But I thought that was a, it was a cool little tidbit. But I highly recommend it. If you, any of you listeners played the game, please go try it. Like, absolutely 100%. Go try it. Uh, go find this book. Go read it. I think you would enjoy it. It does, it does tell a lot of cool stories. Uh, and you get a little bit more love to some of the lesser-known characters, like the Barry Burtons. You know, he he, he had a thing at the hospital. He he did he had a whole thing where he blew up a hospital that got infected with zombies in Raccoon City after the mansion, and it was really cool to see Barry in the spotlight because he really hasn't been in the games. But um, but yeah, I highly recommend it. I hope you guys you know go check it out. It's 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 a quick five issues. It's a quick five issues. Doesn't Barry get killed at some point? No, no, not officially in the stories. Not officially, or excuse me, in the video games. He hasn't been he he's made like pseudo appearances like here and there like i think resident evil 5 he was a bonus character in the mercenaries was he? uh he was yeah that was his last i think video game appearance but uh but he's been yeah he's been around he, he even uh he was one of the the main playable characters in the game boy game uh resident evil gaiden or gaiden yeah. come on he man, was the, oh, he him and <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad don't try it <laughs> don't try it but but he's had a very limited role, so to see him featured so prominently, it was it was it was really neat uh, perspective. But yeah, very highly recommended. His last appearance what? was Revelations Two. Oh, Revelations Two! I haven't I have that, but I haven't played it really? yet. So, what? What was the first person Resident Evil game? Do you remember that? Seven Survivor. Or no, Survivor. I had for the PS One. I have that Resident Evil Survivor. And then Four was like kind of sort of first person. Four was that was over, over the show. Yeah, yeah. I like four. Survivor was, was fully uh, first Leon. person. Four had yeah. Leon, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Survivor was first person. Resident Evil Dead Aim. Oh yeah. Was the 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 actual like gunfighting was first person, and and then Resident Evil Seven was completely the newer first one, person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and those are pretty surreal to play. Uh, those are, those are pretty crazy. Pretty Survivor creepy. Survivor was cool because it had like the game mode where you could play as a liquor. What did it? Yeah. Yeah, it had like a special game mode and you could play as a liquor. I did not know that, and I have to go find that out now. <laughs> I have the disc just sitting at home, so. Dude, but, like, but yeah, that's to to play as a liquor. I would just be like, "What's up, ladies?" and show my tongue and. Be like, <laughs> 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 
You know, I was just thinking, Mike has been pretty quiet this whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's not. Yeah, he's been on his best behavior. He's been on his best behavior. But uh, all right. But that's my bit. Who? Uh, yeah. Who wants to go next? Yeah, mine kind of sucks. So let me go get it out of the way, and then okay. you can go there. All right. Okay. Uh, so I, 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 I know. I told you uh, a couple. A couple. You guys. You guys doing text messages between talking about me? No. You. You on Facebook. You got called the Dollar Tree Macho Man. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fucking <Okay>. nerve. Um. <laughs> Like what would I even like the 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 fucking vanilla creamer rises to and sinks to the bottom of your coffee? I don't even know how. To, <laughs> I don't even know where I would go. Um, I'd be like coming out with hazelnut cream and fuck it. Anyways, I uh, yeah. oh so, uh, Matt, I know we talked a, a couple of the things that I was going to talk about, and I yes. so did not I'm, I'm going. I'm going to cover those. I'm going to cover those in the upcoming weeks. Uh, I was actually going through some stuff when I was cleaning, and I found this. Uh, the Wedding of Deadpool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you guys read this? No. I've never even heard of it. It's Speaking phenomenal. of the devil, I have, one of you, I have one of your Deadpool books at my place, so whenever you finally come here, I got you. Hey. I you have one from... Hey, man, come on, man. What's the comic uh, between friends? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, this is a post in a Dugan. They wrote this, which they were just like, these guys were fucking born to write Deadpool comics. They're, they're absolutely phenomenal. I think this is maybe like, like five, six issues or so. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's your typical Deadpool, which I get it. I've covered Deadpool before because I'm basic. I'm a basic bro. I don't fucking care. Deadpool is hilarious. And I don't care that Deadpool's yeah. mainstream now and that when you read it, all you hear is Ryan Reynolds in your head. But guess what? That's great. Like, I love yeah, I'm fine that. with that. I love that Deadpool is this popular. And also, the cover of this book, it has uh, Deadpool with Cable as a best man. Uh, <laughs> you, got, you, got Night, you got Nightcrawler who's marrying them. Uh, the chick has her face covered. She's got big old boobs, which is great. Um, and like, obviously, obviously, you got Logan there in the the wedding. But every there's like a hundred or so characters on here, and it turns out that this is in the record books for most characters on a cover. Um, oh, you wow. can see it kind of goes into the back too. Uh, yeah, they're all there for uh, for Wade's wedding. Now, this is uh, this was a hoot. It's. It starts off with it starts off with Deadpool with some shield agents. They're killing some terrorists. They're having a good time. And Deadpool the whole time is talking about how he's getting married. And that uh this it's her name's I think it's oh god, I already forgot it. What the hell is it? Shylock? Skilock? Whatever. Anyways, uh she she was engaged to Dracula. Yes, okay. Okay. And she fell in love with Deadpool. So, of course, they were going to get married. And, well, they did get married. But uh, she's a big old a big old demon lady. I don't know if you could see that. But then she turns into oh, a yeah. real sexy lady. And that's, you know, I mean, that's 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 pretty, pretty hot, man. Um, and she has, like, a whole underground thing in New York City. Um, so, and she has a, oh, she also has, like, vampire assassins coming after her. 
trying to kill her and shit but it's it's all in good fun but there's a there's a scene that's that's pretty sweet where uh you have oh jesus fuck that was a loud explosion that's close sorry guys um no it's fine it's kind of unnerving doing this while there's shit popping out oh yeah minutes from no it's understandable Sorry, sorry. It's still going. No, you take you take your time. All right. Um you guys uh with when we're done, when we're done recording, both of you go on um go on uh Twitter uh, YouTube Twitter or YouTube. There's uh police scanners on there. See if you could see videos or figure out like where this is from. I'm going to be doing the same thing. It, okay. There was a, I'm going to say about 10 to 12 explosions that just went off. I, I don't know what those could have been. Um, Jesus oh. Christ. All right, back to the show. Uh, one of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents goes, hey, who's marrying you? Wade goes, crap, I knew there was something I forgot to do. I'll see you later. When he shows up at Dr. Strange's door. No shit. <laughs> and besides, I'm not a minister. You're not a real doctor either, but next panel, he's at Captain America's door. And it's so funny because Cap is like in full costume. He's just <laughs> like, what? He doesn't have his mask on or his helmet or anything, but he's still like wearing his full garb. And uh, captains can marry people, right? I'm your first choice. Of course. Strange said no, didn't he? Of course. So who do you think the third <laughs> person is that he asked? Yes, Logan. Very good. (laughs) Naturally. That's what I said. (laughs) I do a lot for you, Wade, but I ain't marrying you off. See you later. And then, poof, out of nowhere, Nightcrawler. So Nightcrawler actually offers his services to marry Wade and uh, Shelac. Then you have the wedding. It's fun. It's kind of weird because it backtracks. You have the wedding, it's a good time, and it backtracks and it goes to Deadpool's bachelor party, which is freaking oh, no. awesome. It well, because it starts <laughs> it looks it's the next it's the next comic, and it looks like they're in like a some battle in the city. There's a lot of shit popping off. Captain America shows up and then he screams, I saw you, I saw you throw that bottle. I'm watching you, I'm Captain America. And that's when you realize that, oh, okay, this is Deadpool's bachelor party. You have incredible Hulk <laughs> fighting. They're drunk. Everybody's having a good time. Oh, great. There's fucking explosions out my window again. Awesome. Uh, and then uh, Captain America and Wolverine are both joking about they can't believe that Wade Wilson is finally getting married. And this is where Deadpool <laughs> tells them, guys, I've been married like 10 times before. Then that's when we go into all the flashbacks of wade wilson having all these different weddings there's one where he marries captain marvel uh captain marvel (laughs) which is hilarious uh because they have these face hugger creatures that are all centered (laughs) i don't know if you guys can see this but they actually have it censored because it looks too much like the face huggers from alien and they even have a little (laughs) comic books are they're like uh this was shelved let's see 
It says, editor's note, this story was drawn for Deadpool Annual 17 in 1982, but was shelved when the editor saw the art deeming the alien designs inappropriate. We present the story now in censored form. And that's where they have, like, the censored things over all the, the face That's huggers. awesome. <laughs> Captain Marvel and Deadpool, they get shit fuck hammered together. They go to Vegas and they get married. Uh, next, at some point, Wade Wilson marries a sock puppet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a weird little story there. And this whole time he's tell, he's talking at his bachelor party about all of his marriages. Let's see. The, uh, the, oh, here we go. The one after that, he gets a... He, Sneaks up on Thanos, who's sleeping on, sleeping on like a, a cot. I don't know if you guys could see that there. Uh, <laughs> you have Thanos sleeping on a hammock. He has all of his Infinity Stones, and he steals the seventh and most powerful, precious stone of them all. The Continuity Stone. And this is where Deadpool can go back and redcon all of his past stories. Uh <laughs> Let's see. So he, he marries some other chick. Elvis marries him. And then after that, he uses the stone again. And then the editors get their hands. The editors that made the comic, they uh, that worked on the comic, they get the stone back. And they, they kind of, careful, careful, put it away. And then he gets married at Niagara Falls. Uh, and then Wolverine comes, shows up and he gets into a fight with Wolverine and this chick dies. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> and then somehow Daredevil gets involved. And then, then there's this other chick. And then after that, uh, yeah, and then, then with this other chick, this other story, he's talking to a wolf. He's in the mountains somewhere. He's in negative 42 degree weather. The wolf is talking to him, but the wolf is in his head. And then you have one, two, three, four little quickie stories just separate panels of chicks that he married um ah let's see and then uh oh god he he ends he's back in vegas again he keeps going to vegas to get married um (laughs) and he ends up at the pawn stars pawn shop um (laughs) they have rick and and chumley and all them animated are they like in an animated it's chumley right there Oh my gosh, wow. That's <laughs> yeah. uh, so cool. Yeah, I stopped so at my cool. favorite pawn shop and traded my interdimensional sack for a sweet diamond ring. Anything you put in it goes somewhere else. And that's where Chumley goes, hey, get the old man over here. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, God, I think at one point he marries Mystique. Um, Whoa. Yeah, he married Mystique. He married some other Good for him. Who just don't want to marry a blue chick? Uh oh, oh seriously. Um <laughs> this one I was extremely confused with because they never say her name. I don't know if you guys could tell who this is from the artwork. They do not say her name. At first I thought it was Rogue. It's not Rogue because they're getting handsy touchy on her, but she is Southern and she has super strength. And the the he's Wade is warned at the wedding like hey she has super strength you guys haven't had sex yet it could be dangerous and then it goes on to uh it it goes into a montage of them having sex where his limbs are getting ripped apart his pelvis is crushed (laughs) and he's like please I'm trying to recover I I just I need a little more time and she's like oh come on uh and then you know they they do the whoopee again now, at some point during this, 
Rhino shows up. Rhino shows up to fuck Deadpool's day up and is just like, hey, I'm out here to get my revenge on you, you piece of shit. And then Deadpool's like, please, kill me. Just kill me. Put me out. Put me out. He's picking up Rhino's foot, putting it on his head. He's like, just crush me, please. I, I can't do this anymore. The, I, the the body's willing, but the flesh is spongy. And like, and stuff <laughs> like that. And then Rhino's like, oh, God, it's your honeymoon. I'm not gonna kill a guy on his honeymoon. And then she comes, fucks him up. And as Rhino's flying out the window he's just very confused like i hate these people what the fuck is going on um and then they went to to more sex uh then he married domino outlaw just very very creative name her name is outlaw thank you (sighs) i'm sorry thank you for that That um (laughs) then he married domino um then he married some some chicken in, in in the Savage Land where he has that his his head version of himself. <laughs> um Headpool. Headpool, yes. Uh God. And then uh let's see, then he marries a giant alien. Uh and that's a whole other thing. But then you come back to the bachelor party. He's still telling the story, looks around, everyone's passed out, few people are dead, whatever. Um and then, uh, and then him and his his new wife they go on a honeymoon to Japan, where they encountered Yakuza, the Hand, uh, some other assholes, and they had themselves a good time. And then that's kind of where it ended. But then there's a little if you have the graphic uh, the graphic novel, there's a bonus. You know how they have those little ones in the back there, right? So there's oh, yeah. a, there's one of, and this was a hoot to read. Uh, it has the very old, old style artwork. I don't know if you guys could see that there. Mm-hmm. It's oh yeah, Hitler. Hitler kills a time traveler, and then time travels to 1954 to kill Nick Fury. Um, and Deadpool was sent back to help Nick Fury not get killed. Uh, and it is just this. This was one of the funniest comics I've ever read. Uh, and then at one point Hitler shows up in a giant mecha suit, fucks everyone <laughs> up, and he's going, "Oh yes, I'm Hitler! Oh, Hitler! Now I have you! Now what the fuck, right? I will get the scary face. I got you now. Hitler's finally going to be one and show you what Hornick feels like." Ah, but there's the scene where. Uh, uh, Hitler travels all the way to the future and of course it's Nick Fury, like white guy Nick Fury uh, David Hasselhoff Nick Fury he goes to the future and, uh, <laughs> I wish he goes, to, he, goes, he, he goes to the future to kill Nick Fury but it's uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Hitler's like old, old, I have the wrong Nick Fury old, 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 old. <laughs> he, piece, he pieces out so Anyways, Hitler's too much for Nick Fury, too much for Deadpool. Deadpool sends a postcard, uh, sends a little postcard. Who does he send it to? Cable. Uh, And it's just a drawing of Hitler killing Nick (laughs) Fury. And he's like, Nick Fury dead. And then he draws himself, me, dead. And so Cable comes back. Cable goes in the past to to fight Hitler in another mecha suit. It's just a good time. Uh, the three of them unload on Hitler. They fill. They they turn him into Swiss cheese. They take him back to his bunker and in, into the timeline of of World War Two. And it, yeah, you see where I'm going with this. It sounds like a very good Deadpool story. That's I mean, a good one. That's actually really fun. 
it's it's great. I'll let you guys read this too. Uh, when I'm um, when I, I mean, honestly, is there? I know Deadpool's been like kind of like this character who's who is like you said he's mainstream. He's kind of done everything, but I, I honestly don't think I've heard of or read like a bad Deadpool story. Like it's always something over the top and zany, like what you just yeah. read, but just they're, different they're great. various yeah. themes. Because it's it's comic books are just so silly, but like. Mm-hmm. Deadpool is just like yes, this is silly, um, and yeah. I think that's what I like so much about him. Um, it's like the Mad TV old it's Mad okay TV comic campy, like being campy yeah. makes it better. It's like the old. It reminds me of the old like Mad TV like comics, the Mad whatever they were yeah. called, and but it's just you have the name Deadpool attached to it. So, oh, you guys hear that over the mm-hmm. okay. I'm sure when I listen back. Oh boy! All right, I, I haven't seen anything. Not, I haven't. All right, I haven't seen anything yet. By the way, Mike, I haven't seen anything yet. So, um, so that leaves Greg. Greg, take us home. Mine's a, a short one, but and of course, it's probably something neither of you have heard of, because <laughs> that's what I do best. Um, this is one I was actually really wanting to do during our our animal month. And it is a comic book called We Three. It's only three issues long. Um, David Ayer has actually talked about picking it up, who's done things like Suicide Squad and stuff as a movie. Um, But it is a really, really cool comic. I will kind of hop into this real quick. The opening panel of the comic is a, you know, probably it looks like Armenian or some sort of like European drug dealer. Kind of in his home, hanging out with people. There's guns and booze laying all over the house. And he hears something at the door. Um, He grabs his machine gun, walks up to the door, kicks the door down in his track shorts, and literally gets torn apart uh, by these bullets that all that's left of him is his shoe and his, like, with a foot inside of it. Um, and everyone in the building is dead. And all you see standing outside of the door is these three, like, circular robots. Um, and then the building explodes and the the government is talking. Um, Guerrera has been assassinated and um, their assassins were successful. They get back to the facility and it, the three assassins are revealed. It is a dog, a cat and a bunny inside mech suits. <laughs> do- wait, wait, say it again. Yes, it is a dog named Bandit, a cat named Pirate and a bunny named Tinker. I believe I had that in the right order. Inside okay. mech suits. This this dog bandit is this the same dog owned by Johnny Quest? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> what a scary. He is a, he is a Labrador. He's a Labrador dog, not a little not a little bulldog. Right. Um, and the government is basically meeting there with these people, and there's like a creepy scientist drilling into rats' heads and saying how you can control the animals, and all three of them have these large, like um, electric chips on the top of their head and you they reveal that they can talk but it's very like simple like uh bandit the first thing he says is i am good are you good too and it's g-u-d is how he talks so he's like very simple and he's got the whole head tilt um, and they're talking about how they're gonna discontinue the program um and i love oh, it's tinker the cat pirate the bunny tinker is literally just like mm, stink Boss stink, men stink, hungry. <laughs> I love the, like the personality of the cat is just this little angry creature. Um, and they're they're talking. They're going to have to shut the program down. 
Um, and if they shut the program down, they will have to kill the three of them. Um, and they are just like super confused. The dog is saying decommissioned and the rabbit just keeps going, eat now, eat, no grass, eat now, eat. Um, and you just have these scientists kind of talking about everything that's going on um, and that they don't want to, like they, they have to kill them, they have to get rid of them and hide these projects. And all of a sudden um, you see these like, like almost, it's really cool panels. They are computer screens and security screens. And you see the guys, like the, one of the scientists saving all of the paperwork. Um, and then these security screens of him, like kind of taking out the guards and he ends up um, freeing the three animals. It's actually uh, really good. The art's really good in this. Yeah, it's um, really? so Grant Morrison, who's one of my favorite writers, and then Frank Quietly, who yeah, is Shaw, the yeah, artist. Shaw. Give, me a, give me a little peek. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a peek. See if like if you don't mind. Really, yeah. Jeez, that, nope, that oh. was a bad panel. Yeah, that's it was a big letter. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> nice. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool story. So the book continues to follow the three as they are running away from the government. It's only three issues long. Uh, it's way too short, honestly. Like, really, it's a super short comic, and it's kind of a bummer um, because I absolutely love it. I've actually read this through three times. Like, just picked it back up and reread it because I like it that much. Um, and each cover is a missing poster for the the animal. So okay. the first book is a missing poster for Bandit. The second book is a missing poster for Tinker. And the third is for Pirate. Um, and it goes on and they're like getting chased by the government and they're they're in their mech suit still. So they're fighting back. Um, and it leads to them releasing Wii 4, which is this gigantic like mastiff dog in a huge mech suit, like bigger than all three. And the, the third issue is them kind of like fighting this mech suit. Um, and trying to get away from the government and the guy who releasing them ends up like actually having to shut down the program. And it's a really, really cool comic there. Oh, there's also rats that like electronic weaponized rats that they send after the three of them. Um, it's a really cool book. It's way too short. Like I said, but I, I love it. The fourth issue is really, really good. It's kind of a sad comic in its own way. Um, but it's super cool. If you like animals, it, it'll make you sad. Um, oh. But it's like if it's like Homeward Bound meets like I, I don't know something cra some crazy mech movie. I can't even think of anything. Well, wasn't that like remember that movie? I think it came out like early two thousand. It was like Cats and Dogs oh, or I something like that. Movie. Cats and, and dogs. it was like it was like warfare between the two. Oh yeah, the two. this is like the government hunting down like the homeward bound characters. So it's a really cool comic. Like I said, it's a really quick read. Um, the artwork is gorgeous. If you're a fan of anything of Grant Morrison, it's, it's, you know, typical Grant Morrison. I love his, his, um, Ant-Man run or not Ant-Man run, Animal Man run. I love his Doom Patrol run. Um, he's just a really cool, cool writer. He's one of my favorites. His, uh, his Green Lantern run has been amazing. Um, and so I love this book. I love the characters. Like the three animals are written so perfectly um, that I, I absolutely love them and want all three of them. Um, it's a it's a really really great quick mini series that a lot a lot of people know about, but has gotten a lot of media attention as something that could possibly be a short film or a a, a small series. Very cool. that's pretty neat. Now, how did you find this one? How did you discover this? 
Um, I don't even know. Same way I always do. I like if you if you like a writer, this is the way I find a lot of comic books is um, a lot of the writers who write for the mainstream comics. So DC and Marvel will have worked with other comics. This is a Vertigo comic. Um, so one of the things I, I've been doing lately is if I find a writer, I've consistently loved their work. I will see their old work and go back and, and see some of the other stuff they've done. Uh, Scott Snyder, for example, who has done amazing work with Batman, amazing work with the justice league recently. Yeah. He has really good a Batman work. Yeah. Super cool docket. Um, American vampire, which you would absolutely love. Micah is really good. Really? He, he also does witches, which is supposed to be really good. It's W Y T C H E S. Uh, and he's got a couple other books. Um, I, same thing with Joe Hill, anything Joe Hill puts out. Cause I love lock and key. I've been reading that. All right. Yeah, um, so good. that's one of the huge things. If you like a writer, like, trust me, there's a lot of work out there. Uh, Tinian, the fourth who's doing Batman now is really great too. He's pretty, he worked with Snyder directly. Um, yeah, if you like a writer, like type in their old work and there's some, they've probably done some weird stuff. Like Morrison's one of the best examples of he's done some super weird freaking comics and this is one of them. And I absolutely love it. Sounds like a good one, but uh, excellent, guys. Excellent. This was nice. This was nice. We each brought some pretty cool miniseries together, you know, and brought it, our flavor to the table. We did. He did. It felt it felt good today. <laughs> felt a lot of flavor. A lot of flavor. I don't uh, get next week. We don't because my mustache is gone. So there's no flavor there. No, <laughs> no flavor saver. It'll be there. It'll be back soon. I promise. Thanks, I man. promise. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that is that. Next week we'll decide. We'll we'll discuss and talk. But I think we're gonna keep going this kind of route where we just each. We're reading comic books again, which I think is very, very important. Finding a show. book in a box and reading it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, hopefully soon we can actually do that. You can pick up new comics. Don't forget. Um, a lot of stores are doing the curbside pickup now. New releases are back on. So this week, a bunch of new comics came out, which is super awesome. Um, like there's actually new things to read and it's exciting. It was a pretty good run. I know the 80th anniversary of Catwoman. That was something I forgot in the news is out. So that's really cool. So go, you know pick up a new comic and find something to read. I know you said Queen City was open. I don't know if it is right now because of everything going on. Uh, yeah, um, they might be boarded so, up. Sure. So watch on the internet, check to see what is open and what is doing curbside pick pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is really hit or miss, especially in Erie County right now if you're local. But um, depending on where you are, do some research because I'm sure there's a lot of places with new releases that you can pick up. Um, those comics. Absolutely. All right, everybody. On behalf of Micah, Greg, and I, thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week right here on the panel discussion. Come get weird with us. Yeah. Is is that Let's what we're Let's get nuts. Let's get You hear any good podcasts lately? Uh, just this one. Which one? Two Point Conversation. Two Point Conversation? What's that? Well, it's a football podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Matt Johnson hosts it with a plethora of 
co-host. He actually has a whole team, and they release an episode Monday through Friday, ranging from team statistics about NFL football. They talk about scores, rankings, fantasy picking. They do player analysis and a team breakdowns, I'm pretty sure, through past years as well. Did you say it's NFL football? NFL football. And every single day of the week. Monday through Friday. That is insane. He even drops special bonus episodes randomly, too. All right. I'm going to have to check this out. 